San Jose Barracuda forward Jacob Peterson joins the show uh, where we talk about his pre-draft process uh, coming over from the SHL to the NHL, his trade to San Jose. And of course, we get to know uh, Jacob Peterson off the ice a little bit. So all that and more on today's episode. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team in the Bay Area. My name is J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen, probably part of the Locked on Network. We cover your team every day, and if you want to be an everyday, all you have to do is just follow along wherever you get podcasts, and of course, you can watch on YouTube as well. And today we are joined by San Jose Barracuda forward Jacob Peterson, uh, where we decide to, you know, have some fun, get to know PD a little bit better. Um, great, great conversation. Really fun guy to chat with. Um, you know, of course, we talk about, you know, coming over from the SHL, his trade. Um, I find out that he's from Linkoping, not Linkoping, and I sound like a complete idiot. Uh, apparently, it's a very common mistake, so you'll get to enjoy me being an idiot right off the bat. Um, so before we get into our conversation with Petey, I uh, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you guys by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. And um, if you want to catch tonight's Sharks um, versus Kings game on the Sirius XM, um, you can do that. They start at 730. You catch every hit, every shot, every goal from your hometown Sharks broadcast on the Sirius XM app on SXM app search Sharks. And now we bring in Sharks uh, prospect. I don't know, prospect. I, I never know the cutoff for prospect. We'll continue to call you prospect. But uh, yeah. Jacob Peterson, how's it going, buddy? Uh, it's good. Uh, it's, it's been a good day so far, so it's fun to be here. Uh, so wanted to have you on to kind of get to know you for Sharks fans. And the question I usually ask most people is, uh, growing up, when did you realize hockey could be like a thing for you? <laughs> Uh, I would say my older brothers played, uh, and my dad was a coach. So I knew I was I was skating with them when I was like two, three years old, uh, and I moved puck on the, the the practices they have. So probably from 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 that point, I uh, I started loving it. So uh, I think uh, from like two, three old, two, three years old. Uh, you were born in Linko Pink, but you didn't play for them. So, uh, we, did you grow up a fan of them? I know the Sharks are familiar with, uh, of course, uh, Matthias Havlet and Phil uh, Bisted both playing for them. Uh, was it weird not playing for your hometown team, or what? Uh, actually, it's um, I'm from Lead Cooping, so it's okay. it's close to Linköping though, but it's or it's three hour drive from there, but it's just one letter difference. So everybody does. My bad, uh, my research. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, but it's not only you because everybody says, "Oh, you're from Linköping." I know there is, but it's it's a smaller town called Lead Cooping, uh, okay. so it's like three hours from there, and uh, our uh, hockey team there isn't that great. It's in the, <laughs> I think the fourth division uh right now fourth or third so um yeah so i played there until i was 15 and then i went to uh, the closest uh, the closest ssl team who was uh, for in gothenburg uh so 
yeah, but it's not only you. So it's 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 often people think I'm from Lynn Coping, but it's it's just one letter difference. So yeah. Ah, I feel like an idiot now. No, uh, no. <laughs> all right. So growing up in Sweden, uh, who was your favorite player? Did you uh, have like an NHL favorite player, or like who was your favorite player growing up? Uh, yeah, I had the. Um... First of all, I had uh, the one in Frölunda in SHL. I was a Finnish player, actually. It was his name is Tommy Kalju. I don't know if you guys know who it is, but he was he played in SHL for a while. Uh, I liked him a lot when I was a kid, and then when I got older, uh, I liked Sidney Crosby. Uh, that was my idol when I started to uh, to watch NHL and stuff like that. So Sidney Crosby uh, was my idol when I was a kid. Uh, I think uh, for your entire generation, I'm a little bit older, but your entire generation, it's Sidney Crosby is usually the, the the most popular answer is, and you know, uh, he's pretty good at hockey last time I checked. So yeah. I, I remember it was always the guys who loved the Sidney Crosby and then there was the guys who loved the Oeshkin. I was like, always, oh, no, Oeshkin is way better. But I was the Crosby side. Uh, you know, it's the the modern day Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady. Uh, you know, this I think that's what makes yeah. sports great. You have to like kind of pick a side with the with these exactly. guys. So, uh, yeah. but all right. Um, who though do you think you try to model your game after that? That you've kind of gotten, you know, played pro hockey and stuff. Who's the guy that you're trying to like watch tape and be like, that's the guy who I want to try to be? Uh, that's a hard question. Uh, I think. Um... I think I'm trying to look at a lot of players and, and trying to do different things good. Uh, as I was a kid, I wanted to play center because Sidney Crosby did it and, uh, and stuff like that. But uh, it's a hard question. I, I just want to – I don't think I have, like, a specific player I, I look at. I, I look at a lot of a lot of people who's, and players who's, who's up there and, uh, and trying to see things that they do that I can bring to my game too. Uh, so I think uh, it's, uh, it's that. Uh, kind of off that if you know you're at home watching hockey uh who's like you're trying to pick a game who's the one guy you're like okay i want to watch him play tonight uh other than sydney crosby <laughs> uh that's probably maybe rasmus darling um, okay. we grew up together he's also from lead coping uh so it's always fun uh, to see him playing when we both of us grew up in the same small small city in sweden so it's always fun to, to watch him play you root for the hometown guys. Yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah. You're drafted by the Dallas Stars in 2017. Uh, first of all, did you end up going to the draft uh, in Chicago? What was your draft experience like? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I was at home, uh, actually. So um, I remember we had a barbecue with my family. I didn't know if I was going to be drafted. So we had a barbecue with the family, and then uh, the draft was on, and I was like, okay, we can we can look at it, but I don't know if I hope I will go, but I don't know. Uh, and then uh, I got a call uh, when the fifth round was, and uh, it was my agent who told me oh, that I got drafted. So, yeah, I, I still remember that moment. That was, uh, it was a good moment for me and my family. And then you're basically, like, on a plane, right, going to, to Dallas to, to kind of meet everybody and that whole experience, like, within usually the next, like, couple of days, right? Exactly. It went so quick there. So, I, yeah, I just, uh, it was a fun time. Uh, so it was, it was a fun time for me. Um, did you have a lot of interviews beforehand or was it like, how do even like, did you go to the combine? Like, how did that go? No, I didn't go to the combine, but I had, um, I talked with most of the teams uh, before uh, with the Swedish scouts there. Uh, so, but I didn't know anything actually like i didn't know if i even was going to be drafted at that point so 
that was uh, was a great moment. Um, so you come over, you know, you spend a couple more years in, in Sweden. You come over uh, the 21-22 season, right, which, of course, was um, still figuring a lot of stuff out with COVID. You know, we had the taxi squad. It was kind of a, a crazy year and guys missing yeah. a lot of time. Uh, what was that experience like, especially going from SHL hockey to, you know, uh, North American hockey? Yeah, it's a, it's a big experience. It's a big step step to take from uh, from Swedish hockey with the big rink and uh, 50 games a season to small rink and an 82 so it's uh, it was a big step but i think um it was a great first year uh came there and uh, and uh, just enjoyed enjoyed playing i think it went uh, pretty quick to to like get used to the the small rink and and stuff like that and everything outside of hockey i mean it's not just hockey you gotta live in a new country too with everything uh, around but i think um it went well and it was uh, it was a fun first year um of course right you Media impact, right? Twelve goals in sixty-five games in the in the NHL. Uh, was it kind of like I don't want to say overwhelming, but just like oh wow, like I can actually do this? Uh, you know, playing in the best league in the world. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, I didn't have a lot of expectation actually. I, d- I didn't know a lot about about like hockey here. Mm-hmm. I've never been to, or yeah, I've been to the development camps, but except from that, I've never been to to America for a long time and stuff like that. So yeah, it was. Uh, it was a great experience, and it was it was fun to to play in NHL uh, right away. It was uh, it was a really fun year. All right, guys. Before we continue with Petey, um, of course, we talk about his trade to San Jose. Um, kind of what went through all that. Kind of you know of meeting all the the Swedes. Um, get to know Petey off the ice here a little bit as well. Before we do that, just need to take a quick break. And as the weather gets cooler, NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Uh, my parlay I'm giving out this week, um, Raheem Mostert's touchdown christian mccaffrey touchdown like both those guys have scored 20 touchdowns this year why would they stop scoring touchdowns now um so visit fandle.com slash locked on kick off the nfl season fandle official partner of the nfl um and you got to taste of actual like playoff hockey uh in the nhl which is uh er, just ex- much different experience right like talk about the just the intensity of going from like regular season to that playoff yeah i always heard heard from before that it's different hockey in playoffs but when you when you're there you can you can really feel it uh we played calgary uh, and it went to game seven uh, so i got to play game seven too it was uh it was really fun and it's uh it's way different to play playoff hockey it uh it's almost like another sport uh, where it's so intense and uh, all the people in stands and stuff like that. So yeah, that was a great experience and, and really fun. And then uh, last year you, you spent most of the season in the AHL. Was it kind of a bit of a shock, especially after, you know, you maybe felt like you proved yourself in the NHL and then having to spend the entire season or a good chunk of the season in the AHL. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is a lesson that you never know. It's mm-hmm. uh, you never have a safe spot anywhere. Uh, so uh, I came that year, felt good, but uh, 
they had a good team in Dallas that year, and uh, I didn't take the spot. So, I mean, that's that's hockey. I just um, uh, went down there and trying to get better every day. And, and of course, the goal goal was to to get back to NHL. But I think uh, it was a good year in AHL there too. We had a great team in Texas, so uh, it was a good year. Uh, and then you get traded at the trade deadline. Was that mm-hmm. kind of a, a bit of surprise as well, uh, getting traded? Uh, it's always a surprise getting <laughs> traded. You never know where or when and stuff. I think it was the last, yeah, the trade line day there, uh, the last mm-hmm. day. So, uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was fun. And uh, as soon as I knew what it was San Jose, I was just looking forward to it and get there and get uh, get it started there. So it was. Uh, it's a great experience to get traded to uh, just a couple of hours and you're in another city and another team. So, <laughs> but um, it was, uh, it was fun to come to San Jose and uh, I had a warm, warm welcome here. So it was good. Did you have much, did you know much about the Bay area or San Jose at all? I, I, I assume you'd been there at least for, you know, to play a game, right? Yeah. I play both uh, with NHL and HL here, uh, but the rink, uh, the HL team played an SAP back then. I think when I played here, yeah, uh, but yeah, so so I've been here before, but I didn't know a lot. I just, I mean, you, you play hockey when you're here, and then you <laughs> don't have the time to do a lot of other stuff. So um, I didn't know a lot, but I knew it was in, in California. Uh, so, but now I know a lot. So it's it's a great spot, a uh, really great great spot to live in, and uh, I really like it. Uh, who has better weather, Texas or the Bay Area? <laughs> I would say. It's it's better weather here because Texas is a little bit hotter, but I think like the sun is out way more here, and I, I like that. I'd rather have a little bit colder, but the sun is shining, so mm-hmm. uh, I like it here. Uh, I mean, the the saying is, uh, it's, especially in San Francisco, right? The uh, the coldest winter ever is the summer in San Francisco. It's kind of the the, the fun joke there, yeah. but yeah. Um, <laughs> And you get to the Barracuda, right? And you kind of hit the ground running. You had eight points in eleven games. Uh, what do you think was kind of you know, a big reason for your success so quickly? Uh, I think uh, it was a warm welcome. Everybody here helped me uh, to get into it quickly, both uh, off and on the ice. Uh, and um, just that I got to play my game here. And they let me play, and I played a lot of minutes and stuff like that. So it was, uh, it was a fun time coming in. And then, of course, you got called up to go play with the Sharks, uh, and you had six points in eight games with the Sharks in the NHL. Was that kind of a nice confirmation, especially after spending a lot of the year last year in the AHL to kind of be like, okay, like I'm an NHL player? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, it was it was fun to to play up there and to uh, to feel that I I can still play there. Of course. Uh, so yeah, it was it was fun to to be play up there and, and play with uh, with that team. They helped me a lot up there too, and uh, it was. I got to play with with great players, uh, so yeah, it was a good experience too. Uh, one great player, uh, Eric Carlson, who I, I think most Swedes uh, are pretty well aware of, if not don't you know idolize Eric Carlson in his play. Uh, was a bit of a shock to kind of be like, oh, I'm receiving passes from Eric Carlson, who's like on this historic pace this year, just scoring 101 points last year. Yeah, that was uh, that was really cool uh, to, you know, I grew up watching him. Of course, he played in Florida too, my favorite team. So, uh, I grew up watching him, and to to get to play with him when he had that kind of a season was uh, was just cool to to see that and uh, to say that I played with him that season. He scored 100 points. So yeah, it was nice. 
Uh, I mean, with the Sharks right now, we, you know, kind of a lot of Swedish players. You have Zetterlin, who's part of the same draft class as you. Uh, William Eklund, I know, is a couple of years younger than you, but is, you know, well on his way to being a star. Uh, what's it like kind of having a lot of these Swedes making a big impact for for the Sharks? And how well did you know Zetterlin beforehand? Uh, yeah, I knew Zetterlin before. Uh, we played national teams uh, since we were uh, like 14 years old, maybe 15. So uh, I knew him for a while. And uh, uh, Eke, I got to know two years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I think it was like the NHL rookie stuff before the season. So I met him there. Uh, and also a national team in Sweden. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, it, it's fun, fun to see uh, how they play. Uh, they both play great now. And they are good persons and they're really good to, to have uh, more Swedes here so we can talk a little bit Swedish. But uh, yeah, it's it's fun to see them uh, playing that good and they deserve it. Uh, Zetterlin looks like he's built like a freaking truck. Is he like really like that impressive? Like any photo you see of him, especially if you like scroll to Instagram where he doesn't have a shirt on, like he looks like if he wasn't playing hockey, he could be like a male model or something. He, he is built like a truck. The, <laughs> for sure he is. He's, uh, he's a big guy and he's really strong. So it's uh, I'm glad I'm on the same team as him and not the other one. <laughs> yeah, you, I, he does not seem like a guy who you do not want to take a check from because I feel like yeah. it would hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would. All right. Um, I wanted to ask you this year, you know, you you started donning the the neck guard this year, especially I know it's a big topic, especially with what happened in England. Um, any decision that went behind that? Was that kind of maybe like the final push to be like, you know what, I need to, to do better protecting myself or? Yeah, uh, before that happened, it's like I haven't had neck neck guard for two years now here in the U.S. And I'm I'm used to it because we had to have it in Sweden. So mm-hmm. my uh, my three years in Sweden I have neck guard so I have no like it feels like normal for me because I'm used to it so and now when that happened you get a little eye opener and and when you see stuff like that you just and especially when I'm used to it so it's like okay I can I can use mm-hmm. it if if we have one so I asked the equipment manager and he had uh, he had three of them I think three or four so he gave one to me so yeah it was uh, I mean, I'm used to it, so I I, I want to use it. Yeah, I mean, you it's such a tragedy. You can kind of see like anybody, any hockey yeah. player, you know, because it's it's one of your brothers basically, and you. Yeah. I think you can kind of picture a world where that could have been you, especially with just how fast the game is going. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, and it's good to see, especially you know, like a lot of you know the, the CHL. I think they're starting to mandate that for all of them, and hopefully, we start to see more and more protection, you know, available for you guys. So. Yeah. Um, this year, though, you've been playing a lot with uh, with uh, Bordalo and, and Cardwell. Uh, Bordalo, you know, top pick, and uh, Cardwell has been kind of coming along. What's it like playing with the, those two guys? Uh, I like playing with them. Uh, I think uh, every game we, uh, a lot of the game we played together, we played really good. Uh, both of them, good speed, good hockey sense. So if I just uh, find them, they they would do good things. So uh, it's been really good playing with those uh, those two and. Uh, I think both of them is really good players. So I'm um, happy to play with those guys. Uh, with Cardwell, you know, this is his first season in the AHL and he's been making a pretty good impact. How uh, how t- tough is it? For us, you know, I think he's what, like 19 or 20 or 20, right? Uh, kind of doing what he's doing in, in professional hockey. 
Yeah, I didn't know a lot about him before, uh, but when I came down, I think I played with him my first game too, and mm-hmm. I saw right away that he he's a good player. He's he's strong, fast, skilled, and a good hand. So uh, I think he's he's doing really good. And yeah, of course, it's hard to come uh, play your first year in NHL from uh, from juniors before. So uh, he's he's been really good. And I think I think he's gonna be even better. I think he's just gonna grow into it now. But it's uh, he's been really good, and it's uh, really fun to play with him. And then Bordolo, like the creativity with Bordolo, right? Where you he tries some stuff, and you're like, "How did you do?" Like I, you know, some of the passes and stuff he tries. Is it like when you play with him, you have to kind of always be ready because you never know what he's gonna do? Yeah, exactly, and that's what I like about him. You, you never know. Uh, uh, you can take two seconds, and then you get an open net because he found you. So uh, <laughs> I really like yeah, like playing with him too. He's he's a skilled a skilled player and. Uh, really good so yeah it's it's fun playing with those guys all right guys before we finish with pd uh and of course we have to find out if he wears socks with skates i uh, just need to take a quick break if you're looking for that last minute holiday gift for someone who loves to go to sporting events music shows comedy theater whatever near you all you have to do is check out Game Time. They have killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seats, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Um, if you're a procrastinator like I am, um, they have tickets up to even after an hour after the event starts. So is the place to find last-minute seats. Um, they have exclusive flash deals. So if you're trying to save some money right now, I know things get a little bit tough around the holidays. Uh, Game Time has got you covered there. And my favorite thing about Game Time is when you go to check out the prices are included, right? You're not going to get slapped with a bunch of fees like other uh, apps do. You can check out in less than two seconds with a couple of taps. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. Uh, I know this season has been a little bit up and down with the Barracuda. You know, it seems like you play a really good game and then like the, the team plays a really good game. And then like the next game, maybe kind of a bit flatter. What do you think you guys need to do to kind of get this thing turned around as we start to enter the second half of the year? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's how it's been. We play some games really good, so we know we can do it. But then uh, the game after is almost uh, always not that good so i think we're just gonna find a way to to play good more consistent and uh, to to keep playing good and if if we have bad 10 minutes we can, we just gotta believe ourselves and trying to not just keep building more uh, one more 10 minutes bad hockey and then stuff like that because we know we know we have a good team we have good players and we we show it we, we can prove it uh, we just have to find a way to to be consistent with it and and to play good 60 minutes every night um we know we're probably not going to play good 60 minutes every night but let's just build more more minutes in in our system and as good as we can play and, and battle hard for each other i think it can be really good because we have a, we have a good team and we're mm-hmm. we're skilled and tough to play against if, if we play the right way so i think if we just find a way to do that more consistent uh, we can be good Maybe not letting those like bad moments snowball, and then it's just like exactly. five yeah. five bad minutes turns into ten bad minutes turns into a whole period. So yeah, that's um, how it's been a little bit. Like we we have ten bad minutes, and then we let a goal in, and then we just keep 
keep going like that. So you just got to find a way to turn that around. And I think that comes with wins too. If we get two, three wins in a row, then it's going to come and the confidence is going to come. So uh, we have it and uh, I think we, we're going to find it too. I mean, you can even just look to the Sharks, right? They started the season 0 for 11. And now, I mean, they're playing some of their best hockey and they've played some really good teams recently and taken it and beaten some good teams. And you know, I think maybe that's, you know, how much is, maybe that kind of like kind of floating around. It's like, Hey, look what they're doing, right? These, these are your teammates and stuff. And I mean, they had the worst, one of the worst starts you'll ever see in the NHL. And now look yeah. at them like that. They're not that far out from the playoffs. Right. Exactly. Uh, that's, uh, that's also, also a thing we can look at that. They had a tough start. We have a tough start. They can turn around and we just know that we, we can turn around too. And we, we know we have the capability to do it. So, um, yeah, we just have to find uh, more minutes uh, in, in our system and then uh, we're going to be fine. All right. Well, it's some fun stuff now. So uh, you've been with you know, Barracuda for a little bit. I'm going to ask you to rank their sweaters, right? You've got the black one, uh, the white one, and then the gray one. So which one's your favorite? And then like put them in order. I think my favorite one is the black one. I like okay. I like I like the black one. Uh, I think that was the first one I played with here too. Uh, I really like that one. Um uh, I, I, I'm not sure I'll play with a gray one yet, mm. uh, to be honest, because I don't think I did it last year and we haven't had it. I think they year. did it at the beginning of last year, so it might have been before your time. Yeah, so. exactly. But I've seen it, though. Uh, but I think the the white one and then the gray one is last because I haven't played with it yet. But, uh, yeah. If you score a hat trick with a gray one, it's probably going to be your your favorite yeah, one. Number one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so... Um, your game day prep, are you a superstitious person? Are you kind of a little superstitious or are you a let it flow type of guy? Um, kind of in between, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I always do the same things. I have a 40-minute nap and uh, stuff like that, but I don't have to eat the same thing. I don't have to do more than that. I think the only thing I do is the 40-minute nap. I always do, then I do different stuff, so it's not not that bad. You're not like the same pair of socks, like the Conor McDavid socks that are like, uh, you know, have been to look like they're from like the Civil War or something yeah. like that. Nah, no, no, I'm not like that. And I think um, I think it's good. I'm not like that. <laughs> uh, are you a headphones guy or whatever they're playing in the, the room? Uh, whatever plays in the room. So that's also I'm good with almost everything. I like uh, all of the music. Who's who's the DJ right now? I think it's uh, Nick Shisek. He's the okay. he's the DJ right now. So and he's he's been uh, he's been really good. So he can keep going. I know I know Robbins was in there for a little bit, but I know he's been hurt right now. So I know yeah. he was he was vying for it at least I know last year. But I guess Shisek yeah, has taken so over. We'll, we'll see when when Robbo is coming back. Uh, we'll see who who gets it then. Uh, coffee? Are you a you coffee guy for for the game? Yeah, I'm a big coffee guy. Uh, I I like coffee, and I I have to have coffee before. Uh, so, I'm I'm always I'm I brought some Swedish coffee, uh, so I always uh, do my own coffee here at home, and then I mm. also have a cup of coffee on the rink too. So yeah, I really, I'm a big coffee guy. I was gonna say uh, iced or hot or a little depends on the mood. It depends on the mood, but before I came to US, always hot. I don't think I ever had cold coffee before uh, or iced coffee before I came here. But uh, now, uh, as Americans I'm, ruining things, uh, as we t- tend to do, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm in the beginning, I was like, no, I'm just drinking hot because I'm used to it. But now I tried cold, and like on a hot day outside, it's really good with a cold coffee too. So I like both of them, but I prefer hot most of the time. 
It can be 110. I'm drinking hot coffee. I can't do the cold coffee. So. No, you can't. No, no, I yeah, can't. It's I it's the yeah. word. My wife, my wife loves cold coffee. I no, I can't do it. So uh, yeah. she's the weird. Like it, it's freezing out, and she's drinking cold coffee too. So you know how it is. Yeah. But um, all right, I have to ask. Uh, are you a monster who does not wear socks with your skates? I wear socks with my skates, <laughs> okay. but I know uh, I know people. I play with people who doesn't do it. Uh, I don't think uh, I could ever do it because. I think that would hurt, right? I never tried it, but <laughs> they say once you kind of like get used to it, it's really comfortable. But yeah, I it seems really gross to me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it would smell worse too without socks. So I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> All right, I'll get you out of here a couple here. Uh so when you're not at the rink uh during the season, what's your kind of favorite thing to do to unwind? Uh when I'm not at the rink. Mm-hmm. Uh so I have my girlfriend here too. So we probably go to different places around here in uh, California. There's a lot of cool places with Santa Cruz and and stuff like that. And um, if we don't do that, I like to play some video games too. So oh, uh, what what are you playing right now? I'm playing a lot of FIFA and okay. Call of Duty. So Call of Duty. Yeah. Playing with, with a couple guys in the team too. So it's uh, it's fun. That's good. Good. And then in the off season, uh, what's your favorite thing to do? Uh, good question. I think just be with my family. Uh, I mean, it's when you live here, you <laughs> you're far from the family. So I think just spend time with, with my family when when I'm home in in Sweden and family and friends. Just meet friends you haven't be, been able to to see for a while. So I think that's my my favorite thing to do in the summers. All right, uh, Jacob. So much. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Uh, best of luck and health for you this season. Hopefully, we see you back up on on the NHL team sooner rather than later. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Three, two, one. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed my conversation with Jacob Peterson. Really fun guy to talk to. Um, Seems like a great dude to kind of hang out with. He would be like a great hang. I don't know why. Just get that vibe that he'd be a great hang. Uh, So really hope he gets another shot with the Sharks here sooner rather than later. He's been doing really well well with the Barracuda. He's been kind of centering that line with Bordolo and Cardwell. Hope he gets another shot with the Sharks here soon, especially after the trade deadline. And we, we get a, uh, you know, kind of get some of the reinforcements from the Barracuda. And I think, um, I think he's going to be just a kind of guy that hangs around for a while. And I think he's got a really high upside as well to be a kind of middle six guy for, for the Sharks going forward, you know, especially while you're maybe waiting on your Robins and your, your Ozzy Weisblatt and some of those guys to kind of continue their development path. I think he can be kind of a mainstay in that middle six for the next couple of seasons for the Sharks. So um, great conversation with him. Uh, thanks as always to the Barracuda for, uh, you know, getting, helping to get this thing set up uh nick you're the best um so we'll be back tomorrow where we cover the king sharks game this feels like a really big game especially after the two losses the sharks just had this weekend um if the sharks can win this game against the kings i think you can have kind of a, a conversation about where the sharks team is headed especially against a this powerhouse Kings team right now. So uh, we'll have a full breakdown of tonight's game. Uh, so make sure you guys are following wherever you get podcasts. And of course you can watch on YouTube as well. When you're done checking out this episode, make sure you guys go check out um, lockdown sports. Day has launched the first ever national 24 seven streaming channel on YouTube. Lockdown sports Day is here for you. 24 seven covering top sports stories across the day with local experts on lockdown. Plus, 
our national shows covering every league. So go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. You can also follow the show, uh, of course, wherever you get podcasts on YouTube. Um Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Locked on Sharks. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike Fryhole. Uh, Patrick, if you're listening, I uh, hope you feel better, man, uh, thinking about you. So uh, just, you know, feel better. Um, until tomorrow. Bye, friends. <laughs>